0: Hello, MavMind Collective, and welcome to another episode of the HypnoSales Show. Today, we're going to be talking about the InkBee Method. So I'm always excited to talk about the InkBee Method because it's a method I came up with many years ago. Uh, it's an acronym, actually, that remind me of what to say uh, in those situations where I need to persuade my customer or my prospect. And um, typically the reason why I want to persuade them is, at least in my experience, is whenever they are proposing uh, for me to perform a task or they want to do, they have a plan they want to execute on, they want me to help them with, with, because they're buying my product or service. And what they're proposing, maybe it's going to be too expensive or take too long or be too complex and and it's just you know I have a better way I know a better way I know a faster way I know something that's gonna be less expensive less complex complex in the beginning for example is like phase one or something like that and I want to persuade them to be thinking about this other this other and consider this other idea this other approach and this other plan versus what they're proposing which is too long too expensive too complex and um, too many resources or something like that cost too much so Um, But I don't want to I don't want to offend them I want them to negotiate with me and I want them to realize maybe it could be a better way to do it And so that's what I came up with Inkbee. you know The reason I want them to go down a path of like, you know this wonderful customer journey of getting to their uh, Whatever they want to execute on sooner I want their result to be sooner and less expensive because I want uh, I want them to have a great experience and I want to create a halo effect I talk about halos and horns in another video. I want them to have a halo effect, so they're, which is based on the law of primacy. So the first experience they have, if it's great and this journey that they're on is perfect journey, an awesome journey, customer journey, then everything that happens after that first thing that happens ends up becoming good too, because the first thing influences the rest of the things at the subconscious level. So I want to get into their subconscious that this is gonna be a great experience and I want it to be fast, quick, easy for them, less expensive less complex less resources more success more outcome sooner so that's really why i'm uh, typically why i'm wanting to persuade them away from their longer you know more complex idea or plan that they're coming up with so inkbee does this by basing it i base it on two different principles Uh, one is called homeostasis and the other is called the law of association so uh, by combining these two, two ideas together, I can persuade them a lot easier with this ink B. So I'll explain what the letters stand for here in a minute. But let me talk about homeostasis really quick. If you're not familiar with homeostasis, it's the idea of staying the same, of being in the state of being the same all the time, consistently the same. That's what homeostasis stands for. And a good example uh, in the subconscious is uh, regulating your body temperature your body temperature has to stay at a 98.6 exactly right in there as close to that as possible in order for you to survive and stay alive so your subconscious has to continually monitor your body temperature and adjust to keep you in that state of sameness all the time okay now the second law of association which is the second concept is the idea in the subconscious Your subconscious is constantly receiving things Uh, that the consciousness lets in to your subconscious, when it lets it in through your critical mind and it gets past the critical mind into your subconscious, your subconscious has to associate it somewhere with something you already know. So it takes the knowns and it takes this new unknown concept, associates it somewhere in your subconscious uh, if, your, if your critical mind allows it in. And I've talked about the theory of mind or how to hypnotize your customers. If you watch the video, how to hypnotize your customers, I talk about this concept of the critical mind. And so subconsciously when I when these things come in, I have to associate it. So if I can use the law of association and the idea of uh, this homeostasis and combine it together, I can more easily persuade my customer. Now, the, the way that I use homeostasis is I base it on the fact that your subconscious is trying to keep you safe by checking your temperature all the time for example and it's checking millions of other things too in order to make sure you're maintaining this regular state of normalcy normal temperature, normal heart rate, normal way of thinking, normal strategy application, the way you apply your strategies to get things done. So think about it from a business perspective in a business meeting, I have to get things done. I have to conduct this meeting a certain way. Everyone kind of knows what a normal meeting typically looks like, what a normal Zoom interface looks like when we have our cameras on and we're talking to, everybody kind of knows what that is. That's because we've made these associations and our subconscious is wanting to keep that the same, the same, the same all the time. So when there's something that's not the same, it gets the attention of the subconscious. Now in order to be comfortable with all of that, I have to be safe first. So this idea of comfort is an idea that your subconscious uh, kind of delegates to the consciousness. And the conscious mind then figures out and determines if you're comfortable with something or not. Now it has to make sure you're safe first. So it checks with the subconscious says, am I safe? Subconscious says yes, you're good to go. Then the conscious mind says okay now am I comfortable with this thing or not this idea this topic? So there's this constant conscious mind subconscious mind communication back and forth Determining if you're comfortable with something or not and all of us know that You know we want to be comfortable all the time if we can nobody likes to be uncomfortable Like that doesn't make any sense, but but think about like this you can only control your own comfort and I can only control my comfort. Meaning you're responsible for your comfort and I'm responsible for my comfort. Not the other way around. We can only control our own comfort. We really can't you know make someone else comfortable or uncomfortable. It's up to them to decide if they're comfortable or uncomfortable with that situation. So we're all responsible for our own. But if I can associate something with that discomfort then I can have a probability to hold some people accountable for my discomfort. So if I tell someone I'm not comfortable in a meeting, think about what happens. You know, I say, I'm not comfortable with what you're, talk- what you're proposing here. Think about what happens. What do, they, what do they assume in the subconscious automatically? They start to realize, ooh, maybe is it something I did? They don't know yet, but they wonder, is it something that I said or I did that made them uncomfortable? So that's what the first part of INCBI stands for is I'm not Comfortable. So I want to say this comfortable because I want to tell them I'm not able to have comfort right now. I'm not able to have comfort. Not not comfortable. So I say I'm not comfortable with what you're talking about, or I'm not comfortable. Right now like you can just say it generically you know I'm not comfortable at this moment you can say it like that at this moment so that way their subconscious goes at this moment because that's all it knows is this moment and it goes okay he's not he's he or she's not comfortable what's going on is it me like that's what it's assuming right and then I do a law of association by using this word because I use the word because and I say because and I give a reason I provide a reason why I'm not comfortable So this is a why I'm not comfortable because of some reason now doesn't really even matter what the reason is as long as you provide one that sounds like something that you believe yourself if they believe that you believe it yourself even if they don't agree with this reason they will believe that you are telling the truth when you say you're not comfortable and they'll listen up and then they'll figure out like is it me that did that is it something else whatever and it doesn't really even matter if they believe it's them or not ultimately the subconscious is going to try to decide how do we get back to comfort again just like it wants to get back to safety again how do we get back to the same because when I say I'm not comfortable I'm basically saying this meeting is now not like all the other meetings we've ever had this meeting is now taking a turn it's going left it's twisting I want to get it back straight again it's curving I want to get it back straight again That's what the subconscious mind is. Everyone in the meeting is thinking that subconsciously when you say I'm not comfortable. Now, I've had some some people tell me, Maverick, I would never, ever admit to someone that I'm not comfortable in the meeting. I would never say that. It looks weak. It doesn't show leadership. It doesn't show that I'm in control. But I challenge you to think about it differently because it does show that you're in control and everyone relates to comfort. Everybody at the higher level wants to be comfortable. So no one is going to think you're weak or not, you're not leading. In fact, they'll probably appreciate the fact that you're being honest and open to say that you're not comfortable and admitting that out loud, because then everyone can come together to figure out how do they make you comfortable again. How do they get you back to homeostasis? Everyone wants to get back to homeostasis in the meeting. We want it to be the same as every other meeting. But when you say, I'm not comfortable, suddenly it's not all the other meetings It's different and you're throwing them for a loop and they want to get it back straight out of that loop straight again. So I use the word because and I give them the reason and as long as it sounds reasonable, they're going to to understand even if they don't agree. And then you can also, if you want to add, you can also say, you know, what would make me comfortable again would be XYZ. All right, again, right? Because we're always trying to stay in this loop of being comfortable and safe all the time. So by saying I could be comfortable again means I could get back to my mode of normalcy. I can get back to my 98.6 temperature. I can get back to feeling like this meeting is going exactly like all the other meetings. We're making progress and we're, we're achieving goals and we're getting outcomes. We have next steps, like all of that comes into play when you say, you know, this could this is what could get me back to it. So, of course, the way I use it is they say, we'd like to do a 12-month implementation POC in real life production for 12 months. And I'm thinking, oh, man, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I want to do that, but I might be comfortable with a, a one month. So I'll say, you know, I'm not comfortable with 12 months, just not comfortable with that. And usually I'll pause and let that set in a little bit. To I want them to like what you're not com- you're not comfortable to. No, I'm not. But what would make me comfortable again? What I, to feel comfortable again is to do it on one month, small scope. We just do one thing instead of all these other things over twelve months. Do one month. That would be more. That'd be faster. It'd be, we'd be able to know if we're on track, if we have everything aligned before we commit to these other things. That's going to take longer. And then eventually, maybe within 12 months, we get 10 things done instead of one thing done in 12 months. We get 10 things done if we do it my way, what I'm proposing. And therefore, I feel more comfortable doing it like this. I am not comfortable with this because this takes too long, too many resources, whatever. And I give them both those options to where now they are directly responsible for me being comfortable again when they agree with what I'm proposing and if they insist and keep pushing on what they want they, then their so the law of association has them think subconsciously they're making me more uncomfortable when they talk about this. So of course they're gonna, they're gonna either choose my way or they're gonna negotiate with me for somewhere in the middle. Like we'll negotiate for somewhere in the middle that's half of what they want, half of what I want to where it's win-win for both of us and then we're both comfortable with the compromise that we end up agreeing on uh, which is better than the, the way that they had which is going to take too long and I'm getting closer to my goal of having that halo effect using that law of primacy and doing it for their own good my own good and make sure we have a congruent uh, uh, congruent outcome that we both agree on this is a great method if you ever have to do this persuasion type thing remember INCB I am not comfortable because And whatever the reason is, use this to your advantage when you need to persuade your customers. And I look forward to seeing you on the next HypnoSales show very soon.